we doing? Welcome, and we're welcome back. back. Welcome back to <laughs> Film Boys. Um, is that your opening sequence? No, it's we. I mean, we usually we've been saying "and we're back." We keep this for about like ten minutes, then we cut to Warner Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, and well, then anyway. that evens out our film or our podcast. It's yeah. just like load the plane. Yes, oh, load yeah, the oh, plane. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, he's like, yes, get in the plane. Get. Oh, I love Warner Herzog so much. Like, that was all improvised. Like that was him with like oh. some real guy. Like, oh, with the with the dude. That's yeah, what I thought. I yeah, thought that, that, that there's I was no like, way that was a crazy scripted. dude. He's not an actor. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that guy. He's like, you cannot go back to your family. Like you, no, you cannot like, fly you this are plane. A sinner. He's like, oh, I know you, five or six women. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy probably thought he was a real priest or something. I mean, there's no <laughs> that I mean, poor like, guy who just happened to wander onto well, that. No, film. he was trying to wander into that plane and fly <laughs> it away. So we're gonna edit this part, right? Or we just completely cutting into the? Or we're completely cutting into the movie. This okay, is the film, film boys. We assume that they mm-hmm. have seen the movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Things have changed. It's been a while since you've been. Yeah. Okay. Games. All right. All right. So we're assuming we assuming they saw the movie. We have. Uh, we assume they've seen the movie. We have a few new segments. Oh yes. Oh, I love segments. Um, yeah. we have one segment where we. Well, don't don't tell don't tell them about it. Just spring it on. Well, our loyal fans know. Our loyal fans know. Oh yeah. Also a PSA. So it turns out boys is like a weird like BDSM like homo- like weird thing. Oh, that my uncle told me about it. Like the boys with an eye. That's okay. We are not. That's fine, but we are not that. <laughs> so hopefully you don't think that of us. Okay. I'm a little bit that. Yeah. We. Okay. Okay. I, okay, James. okay. <laughs> James. Oh yeah. That was funny. Good. Good joke, James. Yeah, that's a funny joke. I'm a funny guy. So how are you guys? <laughs> how are you guys doing? You guys have a good Monday. Um. I mean, it's been like mediocre. I had a weird day. Okay, so the film <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> no, I just want to say, I was, it was completely thrown off all day. Cause, so two weeks ago, I wear a Western... I have, like, a Western shirt. <laughs> you know, like, with the, the shoulder things and, like, the silver... You missed so, the like, Unforgiven episode. We did Unforgiven a while ago, okay? <laughs> this isn't Unforgiven. So I wore that to the train station to commute to work, and the lady who gets, sells me coffee at the train station, she, like, knows me. And ever since then, she's been calling me Little Cowboy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm almost 20 and I'm 6'2". Like, <laughs> little Cowboy. Little Cowboy. I, I really hate that. Cowboy with an eye. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. All right, but let's get into the right. film. So, <laughs> yeah, I just need to get that off my um, chest. Yeah, I'll just let Oak cough. Anything else? Oh, yeah. My, my sinus oak. infection Sickly is going oak. away. All right. No, no I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so we can edit here. The film is uh, Mr. Lonely from 2006. Directed and written by Harmony Korine. Yes, That's the, who the, you the are a fan of. I I think he is probably one of the uh, best working filmmakers today. That and stupid and I think name. I like his name. It's unique. It's better than what like who who, who which your favorite filmmaker? <laughs> <laughs> James is a great name. It's better James than James a, Sutton. Okay. James is a family name. Yeah, well, Harmony Korine's a He's name. not a family yeah, guy. <laughs> Harmony. Oh, he might be. No, his movies he, are not. Family. His daughter's named Lefty. Okay, that's named his daughter. Dumb. No, it's not. It's stupid. Lefty. He has a book called "The Crack About the Race Riots," which is really good. But it's like a weird novel. Which race riots? I. It's he wrote it. They're his. His race riots. Yeah. No, no. The book is like a complete, like weird shit ton of random writing. There's no story at all. Yeah, well, that pretty much sums up the movie as well. Yeah. I didn't think there's a story. So one of one of yeah, there's a story. One of our segments is that. Um, something a criticism that we got earlier on in Film Boys is that there's too much plot summary, which is a fair yeah. critique. 
Um, but that was, I was I did I remember thinking that when I did the podcast. But that was before we decided to we just assume they've seen the movie. So yeah. now what we do is we do we try to do a speed summary in like yeah. one and a half to two minutes. Okay. So yeah. we have I'll set a timer. I'm good at stuff like this. Okay. Nope. Did you do like par- parley or anything when you I were in? Was seventh in the country in parley. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you have ten seconds to sum <laughs> well, yeah. up the movie. You have ten seconds to sum up the movie. <laughs> we're right. gonna do. We're gonna give you one minute and eleven seconds. You're seventh in parley. We're first in film boy summaries. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. One minute and eleven seconds. Really cool. We're all gonna summarize this film. Starting at the same time. You got to say who's gonna go first or something. Uh, it's gonna be chaos like this movie. No. Um. So well, that wasn't called for. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm joking. James, you're going to kick it off. Okay, I'll... do I have a minute and a half? You have a minute. We all collectively have a minute and 11 seconds. What? I'm going to do this popcorn style. Did like you just turn it? I thought it was you like two what? minutes. We're going to do a minute 30. Fine, two minutes. Fine, three. No. Three minutes. Oh, two minutes, two minutes. Find the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're doing two minutes starting now. Okay, so this movie's about... The main character of this movie, played by Diego Luna, is, uh, for unbeknownst reasons, a Michael Jackson impersonator on the streets of Paris who's not really doing well at his job, and he meets a Marilyn Monroe impersonator, and that's where things kind of get, get going. Okay, and then the Marilyn Monroe impersonator takes him off to, like, some northern European place. So like, it's Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. <laughs> on a, and they live on a big commune with all these other impersonators. You got Abe Lincoln, you got Buckwheat, you have all these crazy guys. James and. Dean. Uh, and you have just specifically you have Charlie Chaplin and you also have Marilyn Monroe and there's a little affair going on with um, Michael Jackson and Marilyn Monroe and Madonna. Not really though. Well, yeah. An affair of the mind. Yeah, sure. I th- I think there's something going on. And Madonna's for like thirty seconds. And then they kill some sheep and put on a failed show and. Uh, and then we cut to Werner Herzog. The woman hangs herself and there's also a parallel plot. Marilyn Monroe hangs herself and there's a parallel plot about nuns and a priest played by Werner Herzog who drop supplies on Latin American villages from a plane and the nuns, yeah. one nun falls out and discovers she can fly and then the nuns all... And then she becomes a yellow fly. nun. Yeah, and they're in the weird colors that I've never seen nuns in either. That they And then they all discover that they can maybe fly but then they all end up dying in a plane crash. And that's the movie. No, they all discover that they, that they can like buy... Which, frankly, okay, yeah, whatever. it's charitable to call we'll it a movie. It. But... <laughs> you, when we were watching... James that's and I the plot pretty well. And James... then they all turn into eggs. And then he... Um... They don't turn into eggs. He well, paints, oh, he paints, paints eggs. But, but they come alive. The same for him. He hallucinates. It's surreal. It's yeah. It's magical True. realism. Magical realism, indeed. It's, yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Magical realism. Anyways. So and oh, it opens with a weird slow mo shot of him riding a tiny motorcycle that and a flying monkey. Unexplained. And it ends, utterly. And it with ends that. with him. Said shot. No, no. It, I think it's like towards the ending, but I think yeah, no. It, it ends with that. I'm pretty sure. There's another shot. It bookends it. Yeah. So we have 13. And seconds. we have we did it under two minutes. Congratulations. No one cares. <laughs> no one. <laughs> We could have done that for the whole podcast. Okay, so, so you orchestrated us seeing this movie. Yes, it was really hard to get you guys. To watch it. Um, <laughs> You've been cracking. It's been... really hard to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get um, Oak to watch a Harmony Korean film for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he didn't want to watch Trash Humpers. He didn't want to yeah, watch Gummo. He, he didn't want to watch Julian Donkey Boy. Okay, well, if you had said Julian Donkey Boy. I would have. Watched. I have no idea what that is. You never. Oh, that was supposed was. to be good. Oh, it's great. With Warner Herzog again. He's back. <laughs> he wrote it though. He didn't direct it. Who? Harmony Korine. No, Harmony. No, no, that's Kids. Kids. Oh, you're right. And Kids is an okay film. Kids by no means is a great film. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Is yeah. Julian Donkey Boy? Um. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's something that I want to get into later, which is there is a movement in by Dutch filmmakers in the 1990s, 1995s, and um, 1995s, 1995s. 
Lars, it was Lars von Trier and Thomas Vinterberg, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Harmony Kareen. He made, I think, he made the second Dogma film, and that was a concept where it's like no superficial plots, no murders, no anything like that, and it all has to be done in camera and in a four by three aspect ratio, and all in color. And so each, and the only way you could edit it was by just putting it together. And so all everything had to be done in camera, and you couldn't credit the director at all or anything like that. Interesting. So, so you know, it was it was it was because like uh, those specific filmmakers were fed up with kind of like the same movies being made. And so they wanted to, like, because filmmaking, there's so much you can do in filmmaking where it becomes, like, I, people say it's hard to be creative, and so they wanted to create limitations. Mm-hmm. So, that so you can be creative within the limitations. Limitations yeah. break yeah. creativity. That's yeah, and so they did that. And so you couldn't have any, like, crazy plot, like, any murders or anything. No, it had to be all in color. Like, it, it was yeah. a really cool movement. And so Julian Donkey Boy was one of the first of those films. Interesting. And it was, and and it, and it's a it's a really good film. I wouldn't. Would this count as one of those films? No, not quite. No, no, no. 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 The Dogma Night. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the, those are all like, and they all had to be like on like camcorders too. It's mm. it was really interesting. I, I suggest you guys watch it just just because. It's Julian Donkey Boy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Warner Herzog like sprays down a kid with like a hose and stuff. It's 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 a good movie. Your favorite scene? <laughs> no, it's, no. It's, um, it's that stuff. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> so how did you how did you become a fan of Harmony Corrine? What was the first? Um, How did you get onto? Get I actually onto picked up a script because it was like four dollars, and it sold us a little booklet. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up, and I really I thought it was funny, and I the laughed. Of... Uh, Mr. Lonely. And then my dad told me about Gummo, and then I was like, okay, I should watch Gummo. And then I watched Gummo, and then I watched Mr. Lonely. Mm-hmm. I've seen I, I've seen all this stuff, and I read his books. I've seen everything except for Spring Breakers. And I don't know. Harmony did Spring Breakers? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That was his, I was, most, I was, main, that's his was... most mainstream film he's made. Yeah, I have no Besides interest Trash in seeing that movie ever, but like... Disney Girl's Gone Bad. I know. <laughs> well, I, I guess there's some appeal. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that was the appeal for like... Pretty, pretty much. It, and yeah. James Franco with Cornrows. Yeah. Oh, true though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched like a clip of him doing like a monologue. In that movie? It's funny. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Um, James Franco. James Franco is a great comedic actor. Is, he's a great comedic actor. And uh, Harmony Korine is also pretty. His funny. brother is. Oh, Harmony Korine. Yeah, yeah, true. Has a cameo in uh, Goodwill Hunting. What? Yeah, you guys, you, you guys seen Goodwill Hunting? Love that Goodwill Hunting. Gus Van Sant. Um. Yes. And uh, so it's like it's a scene where like he's he's being escorted by escorted by a prison guard. I actually feel like we should pause this podcast just so you guys can watch it. It's a, I feel like it goes well. Well, you're on a time crunch, so. Well, I mean, I'll two minutes will be fine. I think we should. Want to watch the scene? All right, and, and we'll, I'll just edit this. Where out. are you meeting PTA? At the Alamo Draft House. He's doing it for what? For what movie? For, he has he has watch like a weird. Watch what? Thing. Oh, for what movie? No, he, he has a weird. He has like a rarely screened movie called Janoon, which is a documentary he made. Oh, like he's screening it. Yeah. Like they never show it. Yeah. Let's see. How many Korean? Yeah, it should be cool. Korean. Uh, Goodwill. You have to only ask him questions about Phantom Thread, otherwise he's watched. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all the questions are going to be. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, okay. My brother thinks Inherit Vice is the best movie ever made. Or I think it's his favorite movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's Harmony Corrine? The guy, yeah. Oh, the, the guy escorting him. Is she a Brit? That's him? Yeah. Huh. The, the guard? Yeah, the guard? Oh, that's him? Yes. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like it's just like a funny little cameo he made. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and that was when he made Gummo. Interesting. Yeah. All right, that's back to the show. Um, So you watched Mr. Lonely. I watched Mr. Lonely and I loved it. Loved it. Okay. 
I loved it. And, and, and I'm not saying it's a first-rate film, technically mm-hmm. or structurally or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think it's a, it's a unique film, and I, and I don't think we have many of them like that. And so I think when they do come up, we should appreciate them. As I, I told you this last Every night. Every film but, is technically unique. Every, yeah, yeah and I, I, it's all subjective. Like, what's... Would you call the Shot for Shot remake of Psycho by Von Sant? Oh, my God. Unique? Is it the worst film ever made? <laughs> it has the worst ending. Which is terrible. Have y'all seen that um, Shot for Shot remake of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh no, was it done by like kids or is it there was real? A, so it was. It's a good story. If we have time for it on the podcast, yeah, but of so these two 13 year olds. No, these kids started it when they were twelve, and then it took them until they were forty to make it. <laughs> there was oh a documentary God. about it that was like nominated for an Oscar called Raiders, which is supposed to be amazing that I've never seen. Hmm, okay. But it was a book too. But it's literally a Shot for Shot remake, but they're completely different ages the entire movie. And they finally managed to finish it when they got when they crowdfunded that scene on the plane because that's the most expensive scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think neat. I think Mr. Fellowes is a specific. Oh, sorry, like a specifically. I I I think it's an interesting movie. I, I recommend people watch it. I think it. it's certainly interesting. So can can I um can I can I talk about Mr. Go Fellowes? go James go. So <laughs> it just doesn't work as a movie. Hmm. I mean that's the main thing. Like it just doesn't work as a movie. It works as an experimental short film that I watch and I sit in like the weird theater at MoMA and watch for five minutes but mm. it just doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't tell a story really mm. which I think a movie kind of needs to do or at least needs to be coherent I'm not sure what the theme is and the it doesn't link like the themes that it tries to develop it doesn't link like there's this whole thing about identity in the beginning right mm-hmm. with like yeah that they yeah. then just and the end like they try to bring it to a head at the end where she hangs herself and it just I don't think that works at all I don't think anything is resolved or even I don't think anything is even left unresolved in a satisfying way I think it's just arbitrarily ended when that woman kills when that woman kills herself well that is that's not the ending of the film huh what, what, what do you mean ended huh well, you're saying like ended like that's when it ended what yeah that's when the movie ended for, it's not for, when, for you. when it ended for you. Well, yeah, I mean, so she hangs herself, and then there's a scene where he leaves, and then there's a yeah. scene where he's not Michael Jackson anymore, and, and then there's the motorcycle, and, and, then there's, and then nuns die. But I don't even count the nuns dying as a real end, because that's like another film. There's no reason to think it's related. Like, hmm. he's got, I, he I has a, a theory. theory. It's, okay, this is a very thin mm-hmm. uh, little string. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, the, the whole nun story is, you know, they, they get on a plane, and one of them falls, or uh, some, something like that happens, and uh, she prays to God, and, and God... Like might might have saved her, mm-hmm. and um, and then they keep like testing their faith and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end, you're not supposed to do, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're testing their faith, and then they get invited to go see the Pope. Yeah, and then it's 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 ironic that on that flight they the plane goes down. Yeah, and yeah. then um, I guess you could say that that was happening at the same time. Okay, this is a very thin string. At the show, and the show failing was that version of the nuns uh, uh, dying. Oh, and it was like a, they were very tested. thin string. Well, and then you could say that you could, okay. So then you would say that that it was the impersonators testing their faith in themselves, right? Yeah. And then there shows that their faith yeah. was misplaced. Uh huh. And then so what? And I also have a so, theory. So what though? Like that. Also, is the Pope a corpse? Is that the plot? Because I read some reviews, and a bunch of reviewers seem to think the Pope was actually dead, and that's why he smells bad in that one scene. And he won't admit that he's actually dead. Like, and they said I mean, this like, like, What? Yeah. I thought I thought the Pope got the sickness that all the sheep had. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that he was dead. No. Yeah, I don't he think was so. dying, yeah. Yeah. Well, what my I think 
my issue with it mainly is that like for me it didn't make much of a statement about anything really mm-hmm. like there was no like the movie is about impersonators and like yeah this is something I've never really thought about before you know people who impersonate celebrities or anything like that um, I was like okay you know like you said the whole identity thing why do they do this you know what does it tell us about ourselves what does it tell us about them and I don't really think I got anything out of it other than they're just weirdos yeah yeah um, I see that I understand that and so like that's what I didn't like um, and during James knows like during the movie I was just very much like what the heck <laughs> yeah know, yeah like, no it's, it's really about a what the fuck movie and, exactly and, yeah. if you're not ready for what's gonna come on the, onto the screen or like or like if you don't really like know what this movie is before you go into it mm-hmm. like, I think people have a, have a hard time yeah but like it. reflecting on it like I don't dislike it as much as I did during the time I don't love it by any means but I was like okay it it's like you said experimental different yeah. no, it's very, different very and I, I, I think it's good to have different movies I think this is a director who got very into his own command of the form which I think he shows off very well in a lot of mm-hmm. the movie like that final sh- that final well the, the penultimate we're not really the tri-ultimate scene with the flashlights it looks amazing oh the no that's scene. yeah so I, I, the, I, I, the camera work is great the whole Beautiful. dance scene looks, looks amazing the costumes are cool it's just it's very well direct it's very well done a lot of close Ooh, in well directed you it's a, said a it. lot of close in like handheld camera work that I really liked but it's just it doesn't, that doesn't make something a movie a good yeah. movie you know what I mean I've but seen it, a lot it, of advertising it can be a good piece of art that's that's true yeah I see it more of as like a feeling rather than some statement like three act structure like trying to like I, I don't see it as anything like that but there were three acts there's good impressions there are but I, I don't I don't I don't see it as like they, they sat down to write the perfect movie right like with yeah. like no holes at all but this what, film what does is, each act say I, I have no idea about the acts at all regardless. well it's what so the best part though was Werner Herzog. I thought that was the most fun. I thought that, that was fun. That the was part the funniest. Part. Looking right into the camera with those sunglasses, and like weird, like vomit. Oh, I love Werner Herzog. Oh. I was like, you should, boy, just, just like watch like one of his documentaries for five minutes to hear the narration he does. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he did the internet one. I've seen. I've watched like part of my like, brother watched you know Interview of the Rock of God or whatever. Oh, I love Aguirre the Rock. Aguirre the Rock. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like so, last time we had our friend Mister Sutton. On here on the podcast, Sicario. We're talking about a very different, like a polar, actually good movie that succeeds (laughs) as a movie and is also beautifully directed. But again, like, do you think Harmony Corrin was trying to make that kind of movie? He was. I don't care what his intention was, right? I mean, that's not my judge. It's not my job to judge artist intention. That's never the. That's never a job when you're analyzing anything. I, I I always do like to see what people set out to make, and I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying at all anyone should. Yeah. But I but I feel like I'm not going to judge. I don't know what I'm saying. Like a certain film based on like just randomly comparing to another film, mm-hmm. because I think that they should be able to be their own like things, and a lot of these movies are. And I think that if you rate it on its own stuff, merit, and rate it on rate it on its own merit, like yeah. that's fair. If you set out to make a romance, and then you show me Sicario, and be like this is a terrible romance. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but that's a fi- I don't know. Like lots of bad movies succeed in what they're trying to do. Hmm. But nobody love was... actually succeeds in what they're trying to do. Love actually is a bad movie. Like I can think of actual specific. Well, no, I don't know. Battle L.A. really succeeds in what it's trying out to do. It doesn't mean it's a good movie. I've seen it three times though. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you love those kind of like. How many times have you seen? Pacific I watch Rim? a lot of B movies. 
Like I a like lot of movies. Pacific Rim three, three times. Oh, Battleship no. three times. I think the Battle term L- is seen. Battle LA <laughs> yeah, three times. Really I watched all the Solomon <laughs> Kane movies. Oh no! Wow. I watched like the bad fantasy flicks. So this, so this yeah. is our expert critic here. We have who has seen all <laughs> the a lot of good movies. All the yeah, Netflix like, originals. <laughs> I love those. Oh, love the worst. Those. You know what Netflix original I just watched that I actually enjoyed? What was um? It was like called the Battle of Something. And it was like about an Irish UN team in Africa, like in the fifties. It gets in like a battle with mercenaries. Very random. We should do kind an episode on all the Adam Sandler uh, Netflix <laughs> episodes. Oh no! And we should talk about why they traded those for like four seasons of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> we should, we yeah. should justify it. Well, well, actually, though, I mean, you guys saw. Did you guys see the Meyerowitz stories? No, I heard that's too good. Actually, that was incredible. I loved it. It was amazing. Um, have you seen Ben Stiller's best movie? Have you movie? seen Grown Ups too? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know that much about this. I've oh, seen God. no. The only Sandler movies I've seen are Happy Gilmore, which is like fine. You I don't really Punch care. Punch Drunk Love. And I've, I haven't that. seen it. And I've seen. Um, <laughs> I love it. I've seen. Um, Daniel Day Lewis. I saw Bedtime Stories, which I will defend. I like Bedtime, bedtime Stories. Story. That's, that's a good movie. That's a, fine movie. that's a movie that's exceeded in what it said. Yeah, but to it's do, not trying to be an Oscar-winning film. It's trying to be. You know, like a lighthearted, fun comedy that with cutaways to goofy. Okay, sets. this movie is also supposed to be a comedy, and it's not funny. It's not a it's not no, a no. comedy at all. Werner Herzog is hilarious. Werner Herzog is hilarious. Unintentionally hilarious. Wait, so you what? didn't you didn't cringe so, when Diego Luna was like, like what, what was he what was he saying at the beginning of the movie when he's at the senior citizen's home? He's like, you don't just die, made me uncomfortable. don't die, don't die. That was that it, wasn't funny. I no, was but just, it I, wasn't supposed to be like. <laughs> it was supposed to be like. Jesus Christ! Like this is like a really weird. But how is that funny? How is that? Comedic? I'm not saying it's funny. So does, well, just, you, you, you does just Carmen Corrine just have a thing about impersonators? Not, does, he not, <laughs> does he just uh, not like impersonators? No, I don't think there's anything against impersonators. I, I think it's a it's a tool. I think the okay, only so, theme I can read this movie light I can read this movie in for it to actually be coherent is that just impersonators are really screwed up people and Harmony well, Corrine doesn't like there's them. There's the religious undertone. What's really that? There's a priest. I know. Yeah, there's, there's just a bunch of like. There's of just a bunch of stuff that we don't know what the again like the yeah. movie has all these tones and themes but fails to make a cohesive statement about any of them. Okay, that's fair. that's my opinion. That's fair. How is that a religious under? Oh, you, oh, you brought up during the movie all oh, the stuff that I happens like at saying. the farm. You know, yeah. like has this like weird like religious underlying. Did it. I bring that up? Yeah. Like when? I'm thinking of the Pope. I'm thinking. Um, well, there is like the white sheep that like walks. The white sheep. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is like a little bit of symbolism, but I, I was just I, I was what like, I was wondering is aesthetic. Also, why is one? Why is there buckwheat? You cannot, <laughs> you cannot make buckwheat Dude, be a character in a you, movie today. Did you today. like the part where he was like on the horse? He's like gonna get a girl with like big tits or whatever. You, you can just, like, that was hilarious. And then he was that about was funny. Breast, I did think that was funny. And then he was how he was sexually attracted to chickens. Yes, <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, I'm gonna get me a chicken. Okay, so yeah, first off, hot chicken. He's so I love this. Wait, how did how so, did okay, Werner so Herzog all even agree to be in this movie? Don't it's because Werner Herzog is friends with Army Kareem, and they've done multiple films together. For all you people who don't know, Buckwheat is a character from a great sitcom called Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the first. It was one of the first like sitcoms. Period. I think Alfalfa about four about four like kids who lived in like turn of the century America and like they go and went in like swimming holes. Such and a great show. Got in mischief or whatever. Yeah. Civil rights trailblazing because Buckwheat was a character in it. A character we recognize as horribly racist now, but like, oh my god, you know, any advancement is an advancement yeah. back then. But um, also, it's weird, like Little Red Riding Hood. Like, I don't know, she's weird. not a celebrity. I know, no, yeah, it was just like yeah, a that weird, weird. That's his wife, though. I like the Sammy Davis one. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I like the shot. I like the shot of Sammy Davis Jr. on the on, on the, the roof. Um, on the roof. He's like, it's like dancing. Yeah, but see, that was just like a nice shot. Did not. 
build. <laughs> it was not a unified piece of work. Yeah. Oh, I, wait. Do you, did you guys like the introductions when they were like, "I'm Sammy Davis Jr." They're like, "I'm Curly." That and like, I loved it. I didn't hate. I didn't hate that. Why did they kill the sheep in so grotesque a fashion? Oh, I love that. <laughs> but that's like just not how you would do it. Was it was just right? inefficient. You, you would go up to it, shoot it in the head. I've never they're not normal. They're not normal people. They're not like us. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Well, what do you think? Of, also, okay. the queen was completely unconvincing as queen. And also, mm. no, oh, no, no, yeah, that's weird. Because she, she wasn't even British or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, I think, I don't think I, he obviously knew that that was. Yeah. He would obviously have cast one if he wanted that. I don't, which yeah. I don't think he did. And on that subject, well, okay, now I'm, I'm totally jumping back and forth. It's fine. But I can't get over the nun colors either. Like, what is that all supposed to mean? I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, the nuns are like all they're in light blue and like, which is not a traditional. I, I don't think I've ever seen nuns in those colors. I mean, I've seen. I saw a monk once wearing orange, like a Catholic monk. I think that's besides the point. But like, I, don't I mean, there's something to be said for colors. But there's so much in that movie like, that just doesn't color. make sense. Like, and then the nuns change color though. That's like what really. No, makes. the one who flies is the one in yellow. She changes to yellow. Yeah. Also, do you know the Flying Nun TV show? No. It was it's a TV show from the '60s about this nun who her habit would go like wings, <laughs> and then she would fly and solve crimes. <laughs> All right. It's a big well, thing. What you, okay, so what I was thinking about afterwards, I was like, well, I don't know much about the personalities of um, the people who they're impersonating, but they themselves, um, they're not very likable. No. They're not Charlie Chaplin and um, Madonna and like no they're, they're, they're Abraham not. Lincoln no Abraham Lincoln's an asshole yeah yeah well I think they're contradictory to like their real life comparisons like Michael Jackson is not shy and painfully awkward no yeah no all Charlie, those characters Chaplin, were not who they would be in real life wasn't Michael Jackson wasn't they were he, dressed wasn't he as shy? well I don't know that's what I'm saying I don't really know I'm just wondering like if they're like Tango well, Luna was not sexually assaulted as a child, you guys, okay? <laughs> not, no, no. Was Michael Jackson sexually assaulted? Yeah, as a child? what? You didn't know that? Oh, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Was, I thought he sexually assaulted children. No, he when he was a kid, his, he was, like, completely defiled by his father. Wasn't he a No! Yeah, the Jackson I mean, I 5 father was, like, was a bad. weird thing. But didn't really? he molest kids, too? No, yeah, well, that's I'm like, not... That's, that's, I know. That actually makes more sense now, but, yeah. like... No, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying... Yeah, the, the, that, too, but, like, Anyways. also. Anyway. Was Charlie Chaplin a sexually violent, terrible person? No, but I don't think they're they're devices. They're not. No, who I'm, they are. I, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, what does like that like contradict? Uh... Oh, it's interesting. Like this one, it's it just also kind of interesting with like Bill Cosby, like the father figure of America. Like you can't look at any of his jokes now or anything like that without seeing that kind of crazy stuff. So I think it's interesting, maybe that like these despicable people, like Charlie Charlie Chaplin character, is pretty despicable. The guy who He's plays horrible. Him. Yeah. And, um, but Charlie Chaplin's such a, I love Charlie Chaplin, I love Gold Rush, I love, uh, I yeah, I think it's, again, like, it, for me it comes back to, like, what does this say about impersonators, what does this say about celebrities? I, I don't think it's saying anything about impersonators. I don't think he wants, I don't a movie, know. Then why make a yeah, movie about I, impersonators? Yeah, I understand you know that, but, 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 I mean, I, I don't think he's, he's not an impersonator. He doesn't know anything about it, I mean, I don't Corrine? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he had a research to some extent. I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, don't I don't think he sat he, down think, like I studied abroad with research. Like, I don't. Think I don't think the movies. I don't think the movie really succeeds in saying much of anything. I, think I, I, I appreciate the ambition, and it is very. It is. I hate very unique, but it is very unique. I just want to know what was but, in his mind. Like, was yeah. No, he's a completely fucked. But up don't guy. don't do that. If you spend all your time trying to guess what a director or an author is doing, that's not real analysis. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's um, not about psychoanalyzing whoever yeah, created it. Yeah. Yeah, but I I do think that you show this movie in a theater to random people. About eighty percent of them, or ninety percent of them, are not are not going to like the movie at all. 
mm-hmm. and then about 10% of people will be like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, I want to see what this guy does. I want to see more of his stuff. So, uh, did he w- did he have a cinematographer for this, or yeah. did he yeah. do he, most he, of the art direction? No, he, yeah, he hired a Because the camera was cool. Yeah. yeah. And it was really and the light. The lighting was great. Yeah. That Yeah, that at the end. But it was, like, very varied. You know, like, it was, like, it was different. Yeah, it's it was different. You know, a lot of different techniques. Yeah. Um, you know, we're thinking more like no, yeah, no, there, there were definitely stuff. talented people involved in this film. I like that shot of Red Riding Hood singing the Hangman song. Yeah, that was good. Going one way and then going the other. Yeah, I thought that was just like very simple, very clean. No, that was, that, that was all that was was foreshadowing to the right. Know, know, gets yeah, which was as you said, a brilliant moment. I loved that moment. Well, it was okay. It would because you did not expect it at all. It was an incredible shot from a horror movie, but like no, I mean, wait, you don't think it's a movie that can shot. jump it's, around? It's more about like, like oh, yeah. Know. I mean, so do, do you guys do, are you guys okay with movies jumping around through different things, or do you want them to be like locked in, like what Sicario? Mean, like, where, there, there wasn't like any like goofy comedy moments in Sicario. Do you think Harmony Korean ever thought we would talk about Sicario <laughs> so much <laughs> in this episode? Would... <laughs> oh no. No, 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 but like, are you okay with this movie trying to be? Maybe like you might think it was trying to be funny, but then also having this like horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Thing oh, I, I love I love I love mixing tragedy yeah. and comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I was I because the Hangman song made me think of Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which like the Coen Brothers, right? That's yeah. all they do. It's mix tragedy and comedy. Yeah. But um, Wes Anderson. I I'm not a fan. Of you're not a fan of Wes Anderson. He's fine. Well, you you're incorrect. I okay. <laughs> I, I can defend I, I can defend myself. I, mean, I think. Fantastic Mr. Fox is the greatest. Oh, I love movie that, that, that. I think like, I think that's his great. I think that's his greatest movie. I'm not such a big fan. Well, of Royal Tannenbaums is. Royal Tannenbaums is too. He has, he has good movies. Do you just dislike? Not, I, I dislike the fan base. That's what I meant to say. Oh. Fan base. What like just all those people who are just like he's a god. I'm like, just like liberal fine. arts college students yes. who have never seen another director yes. enough to have an opinion yes. on another director. Yes. yes, that's exactly. Did you sure. see Island of Dogs? I did not. Isle. Isle of Dogs. I haven't seen it yet. Excellent. Have you? Really? Excellent. I heard mixed things. Expect you have a dog. What? Do you have a dog? Yes. Yeah, then see it. Okay. It's about like how dogs are great. <laughs> it's it's his most for it's his most beautifully like directed and just the art direction is amazing. The art is incredible. Mm. It looks awesome. Okay. Um and that's really what all it's about, but I like it. Alright, alright. I wrote a review of it. I like my bottle rocket. newspaper if you want to read that. Oh nice. Uh-huh. Oh no, okay, wait, okay. I don't know if we need to have this in the podcast, but let's see. I think Rushmore and Fantastic Mr. Fox are Two, two of his best movies mm-hmm. and I think Rushmore I is Rushmore. really good I, but I, 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 th- I think it's so good because he does not do what he does in 90% of his movies that's true it's, he's not like the same like perfect angle here's my home like, like he but the plot is pretty standard Wes Anderson yeah precocious kid weird yeah. like obsession with the older yeah I don't know anyway back to the film back to Mr. Lonely why is he lonely I mean, I guess he's. I mean, he's lonely. He's in throughout France. The movie. He doesn't speak any French. Like, but no. I mean, he's also just like he's not an outgoing guy. He's just, I mean, lone, people are so, lonely. Okay, so, for, so all sorts Mr. Of lonely. So we're supposed to think about that then, because that's the title. Yeah, I think. I mean, because you know, he starts lonely and he ends lonely. Is he trying to become someone else so he's less lonely? I don't get that. I don't think. No, I. I think. I, I think if that had been the point, like, I mean, he was this, trying is, to, this is psychoanalysis, like you said. I'm psychoanalyzing the character. That's right. fine. No, I think that, like, if Harmony Korine really wanted to be, like, like the only way to escape loneliness is through, like, becoming someone else or whatever, yeah. he would have done that more. Like, that would have been obvious. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it was, I don't think it was like that. I think, he, I don't know, he, he starts the movie Lonely, he ends Lonely, so Mr. Lonely. There's what also was your weird thing about like, that's, that's never, what I'm saying. Like, like, the one consistent theme I really saw was, like, the thing about people, like, not dying. 
like how he yells at those old people. Which, that is a funny scene, by the way. That was hilarious. The old guy can't clap, so he just opens. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was funny. I, I, the movie is, a, and also like, do you guys think that was kind of weird when, when like they, it's like it was the cutting of um, Michael Jackson dancing, but it was just like all in the. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. It's a it's quirky. Quirky movie. Quirky. It was. It was. It was a little quirky. Any movie yeah. that has a Marilyn Monroe impersonator <laughs> in it, it's just gonna be a little quirky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, James and I discussed this um, last night, and she, he was like, "How long have you been Monroe?" She's like, "Ever since I got my boobs." But why? We're not gonna talk about this. I want to ask what his opinion is. <laughs> oh, the um, one shot when she gets the photo of the mud. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. And um. I took that to mean that she got a boob job. Yeah. Exactly. Like, ever since she was, like, 12 or whatever? No, you're <laughs> exactly. Saying, that makes no you're sense. Saying? Well, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I just thought. I just thought. She's like, well, since I got my boobs. It's like, well, yeah. And I'm sure Troy Chapman paid for it. Uh, yeah, I, I totally picked that up. Hmm. You know, I think it's interesting. So what's his... Let's talk about Troy. Oh, he's bit. great. That actor is great. Who is that actor? I, I, I don't know, but, but he's really famous in, like, France. And he's like one of the best actors there, apparently. What's his name? Is, is it's like Anton France? Den- Dennis Levant. Dennis Levant. So what's what's Charlie's deal? Is he like depressed because he never made it as a big time impersonator? Is we don't he... know that he never made well, yeah, it. We, we yeah. don't even know that he even tried to make it. Well, yeah. Well, what's his yeah. deal? Then? Like, why he, is he? Because he quits so easily at the end, or not easily, but like, but he like, doesn't quit. He does. What do you mean he quits? Doesn't he? He goes to the guy and he's like, "I'm done. Michael is over." No, no, we're talking about Charlie Chaplin. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, we're talking about Charlie. Oh, no, Charlie Chaplin, I think he's content in life with being that, being in that farm with his wife. And also being, like, a weirdo. Yeah. Does he resent his wife? He's mad at her. Because, oh, and I, I love the line where he's like, if I smell your fingers, will I smell him? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's a line. That's a line. It was quite a line. <laughs> that was quite a line. I, th- I, 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 thought that was, I thought that was a really good line. I, I mean, like, what's, I, I, I was like, know, what a way to slightly off-color anecdote. <laughs> yeah, sure. I just, because I, I literally, right before watching this movie, I'd listened to Zizan Starry stand up, and he'd oh, tell no. the story about how apparently Motley Crue, when they were touring in the eighties, they would they would have sex with so many groupies, but they had girlfriends. They would stick their um, equipment into, for some reason, burritos to, to disguise the smell, quote unquote. <laughs> oh God, jeez, Aussies. Eighties were crazy, man. Anyways, um... You can edit that one out. I think that one I will take out. But it's, it's, it's topical. That's, I totally... That's, <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um... No, yeah, he's jealous of, uh... So he does... So he's jealous... He's jealous of Michael. But do you think he initially resents his wife? Oh, yeah, no. no okay, I remember that one scene where he's talking to his daughter, and he's like, and, I, and your mother left me, and uh, she was the most beautiful woman, and I knew she would come back, or whatever. Like, so, so, yeah. there, so, so she was in Paris, or whatever, mm-hmm. because of some issue they had. Like, she left. Mm-hmm. I don't get his deal. Like, I don't like when they were sunbathing, and, and he leaves, he leaves her, and yeah. lets her burn. Yeah. Because he's trying to go hook up with Madonna. I don't... Oh, yeah. That's, but, what, I, that's what I thought, that's too. Totally what he's, but he's also just, like, really but just off But he's life. just chilling with everyone else. Like, they're all there. Yeah. Well, maybe they did, but I don't know. We don't. No, he's like, it's just a sunburn. No, no, he's like, it needs aloe or something like that. He said something funny, or not funny, but I like. Mean, but no, but like it was like him. He was like, you know, minimizing the situation, and he, in, in reality, he like, yeah, he's a deliberately like went against her will. No, he's an evil man. He's evil. To what end? Like, why? 
oh, just because he's mad that his wife is cheating, he's a, he's a jealous, evil man. I mean, I, I think they exist. Blue Velvet, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I mean, I don't it? know. He just seems like... Blue Velvet. Would you like to see that movie? That's, that's one with Daddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Great film. Great my, brother, my little brother, who um, has more indie film, t- or art, artsy film taste than Show I do. this movie. Yeah. More Hollywood-oriented. Um, he just got a 400-page biography of um, David Lynch that he's reading right now. Oh, what? To tell, send me the title. It, I it just came out. It's called, oh, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. Room Dream. Dream. Yeah, Room, Room Dream. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking that up. He is like an obsessed. Is he is a David Lynch we, obsessive. So we got to get him on the cast. David Lynch? Oh, George? <laughs> My little brother, George? He yeah. wants to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you can do a Werner Herzog movie. A Gear is a Wrath of God. He loves that movie. Oh, he does? That's uh-huh. great. It's great. Anyways. Again, like, what I know I keep saying this, but, like, I feel like there was no takeaway. Like, I didn't really leave impacted. I was just, I left confused. Mm. I left with, like, a feeling. Well, the movie is trying to tell you at the end, that's, I read the scene, that final, final scene where they're trying to tell you, like, he's like, oh, the guy, he's like, you can't be Michael. You can't not be Michael. You are Michael. Like, some people can be people that, you can't, some people try to be people that they're not. And that's you, fair. by not being Michael, is trying to be somebody that you're not. They're implying that he is Michael. But, like, again, I don't – I feel at one point I feel like I felt kind of guilty for not being able to understand that, like I wasn't grasping the movie. But then I was like, screw it. This movie gave me no – I have no – the movie has to do some of the thinking for you, right? It can't – yeah, it sense. can't expect you to draw every single conclusion, yeah. you know. I, yeah. I mean, my main takeaway from the movie was thinking about that scene with the flashlights was beautiful and all the scenes of the nuns jumping off the planes were awesome. It was hilarious. And looked, re- and looked really good. And anything with Werner Herzog was just great. Oh, I love the sound. All the Werner Herzog parts were When awesome. they jumped out of the plane. Like, I feel like most films wouldn't do that when they, like, blast you with, like, the... He had the ear rape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. The ear rape. I, th- I thought the soundscape was actually pretty cool. Yeah. I like the yeah. use of sound in the movie. Yeah. And, like, the, uh, the, like, the vocal music. Yeah. It's like, great stuff. You know, stuff like that. Oh. I thought that was interesting. So, the, like, there was a lot of, like, I think on, like, a technical art, I, think, I think it is the, uh, like, not the, like, the artsy film... But mm-hmm. I think it's a very, I think I think there's value in it as like art. Or I think it's a film made as an aesthetic for aesthetic reasons. Yes, and there's, I don't know. I, I I think the whole plot it's all like a device. Yeah. Being it's like being used in order to for him to do all this crazy shit that he had, yeah. so like all these like weird things that he's assembled. And is yeah. that like needs... a statement in of itself? You know. I think no, it's not. I think it could be. Well, I mean, you could tie that into impersonators. Yeah. I also they're impersonating others' art, and, you know, and that's. How I they, yeah. I have a theory that. Um, like Thomas Vinterberg, um, Harmony Corinne, Lars von Trier, and a handful of other the Holy Trinity people. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. <laughs> they are the Holy Trinity. That no. Um, did, wait, did you, did you see the movie The Hunt? No. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that was Thomas Vinterberg. Anyway, um, so and a handful of other people, like the guy who shot this movie, he has some like some European name. No one is watching these movies at all, and I think you could. I don't know if it, if this is Harmony. Korean trying to say that like all these people are trying to do put something on like all mm-hmm. these directors but no one's noticing us or no one is yeah. is appreciating art and people would rather go see some other shit somewhere. but then if if we're reading that metaphor into it then the art they're presenting is like a not very good impersonation of a not very good celebrity yeah i i so that's why i'm like i don't know i think i might be reading into it a little too much mm-hmm. but I, but i do think it's like they're trying to put on their shit and no one is watching directors it. Lo- do love to make movies about movies though so yeah that's true something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I think that's an interesting way to look at it. And, like, no one, no one is appreciating uh, the stuff that they're well, doing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, 
He's not a, he's not a bad Michael Jackson impersonator. No. No, but like whether he, it be good he, or bad, like Harmony Korine and Thomas Winterberg and Lars von Trier have made bad movies. That's not to say yeah. that they are not good filmmakers. I think I I think watching this movie, I would be interested to see what he has more. I guess I to me, story is king. Mm, that's interesting. I disagree. In this? Not in this movie. Just in, in general. general. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, like, that's why, why it doesn't have to be like why does it have to be a, a position to take? Yeah. I mean that's just like what I like, and so I'm saying that like for me, yes, this, this is not your this, movie at this all. is not necessarily my kind of movie, and so it's harder for me to appreciate it. Mm. You know, what kind of movies I like, good movies. <laughs> oh, real <laughs> name a good movies. artsy movie that has no story, James. That has no story. Oh, I mean, no, very I mean, all films have, have some no sort story. of story, or say a bad or next to no story. Mm. Oh, let's see. We can edit this, but I think I want to think about this. An artsy movie with no story. That is quote unquote good. In your eyes. Or little to no story. I don't know. There's um I don't know, Boyhood didn't have a story. I like Boyhood. Oh! Boyhood didn't have a story. You yeah, just watching it because you okay. Oh, Slacker, have you seen Slacker? I haven't seen Slacker. For, okay. There's all sorts of films where just like people going about doing shit. Uh, Boyhood does have a story. But what's the arc uh, in Boyhood? I mean, it's just... What's the three-act arc? There's no three-act arc. Is there a three-act arc to your year 1 through 18? No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, and there doesn't like, have to be, because that's the, that's boyhood. It's yeah. like growing up. It's more about, like, a sure, broken home. Sure. It's about several... I don't know. Sure. But I mean, it's different. It's different for, like, it's... No, I mean, it is. It's different. Like, I've talked to people... Watch a movie about a broken home. Watch E.T. You know what I mean? Like... Garbage. What? Normie trash. Jason Kane and E.T. are normie trash. You're just wrong. I know. <laughs> I accept. Let's see. Okay, Spielberg's bad. Spielberg. Spielberg is bad. I'll defend Spielberg. Oh, you don't like him? The great, so the, overrated. Not the great oh, no. American female film, like the great American filmmaker. No, you're Wait, wrong. Wait, what? Yes, and I'm counting it because partly Ugh. a big Ready part Player of that, One, War of the Worlds, War Horse, like a big Ugh. part of that is because the movies are popular and because they're middle brow. It's the most he, the ability to popularize. Oh. To re- the ability to popularize quality filmmaking is a talent in and of itself. Talented film- I would attribute that talented to, to marketing and, I, and producing way more yeah. than I would to directing. Yeah. It's, well, Spielberg doesn't do marketing, so. No, he does. Then why are you do, saying so much marketing? You're talking about popularizing a movie. That that he make he can make a really good, really well directed, really well acted, mm. interesting movie that has serious themes. He has that made can those also in the be past. Consumed by a popular audience. He has made those in the past, and that was Jaws, and that was a few other films he made when he was younger. Lincoln and Lincoln, but he has not made anything. Lincoln was, Lincoln was a straightforward biopic. Well, no, Lincoln was really good. Lincoln was mean? really good. He has not made anything like okay. Lincoln was the, the the exception, but I have not seen anything as good as Jaws that he's made. I think Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's fine. Good. It's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Lonely is fine. I, I, I like Mr. Lonely. I think Mr. Lonely is something... And I like it because it's not the same Steven Spielberg crap that we're Schindler's getting all the time. List? Excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Like, <laughs> I'd like to apologize but to the Jews. Like, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I know... Um, I'm not like to apologize. Indiana Jones? And yeah, okay. That, that's a fine movie. And also, Star Wars is completely overrated. George Lucas is a terrible director. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a, a fine He's a brilliant... George fine Lucas producer. is overrated... Star Wars is not so much overrated as that people just forget when they love when they talk about how much they love Star Wars. They're really talking about four and five. Yeah, and the final scene of six. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, no. Mm. I, I, okay, I, this movie stands out to me, and I'm not saying it's a first-rate film because it's not the same Steven Spielberg crap that we probably got in like 2009. It's something different. Yeah, what did Steven Spielberg make in 2009? He didn't make Avatar. War Horse. 
uh, Warhammer. Warhammer Cinematic. Matter. I mean, he's made he's made like good like quote unquote Oscar picks for the past couple of years. Oh, but the Oscar picks, the Oscars don't know any. They don't know anything. Well, that's true. They not they 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 almost picked, they Lady Bird almost won. Lady Bird should have won. <laughs> Lady Bird should not. No, no, have actually, won. no, no. Okay, here's Lady okay. Bird is movie you watch when you're moving and you don't even need to watch. The directing is nothing. <laughs> Okay, there's no direction. Okay. So clearly you just can't grasp subtlety. Oh. But like, oh. um... No, I, I can grasp subtlety. But so no, well, I mean, the Oscars are wrong because they picked Moonlight and then they and followed Darkest that Hour up. almost won. And then they followed oh. that up by picking, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, yeah, wait, wait, what one? Oh, ugh. What was, what was it, that one? It was see, the fish we one. We can't even talk one. about it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want to vomit. I just shrugged. I mean, Did you see Bad Fred? It wasn't. It was bestiality. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, no. It was like some weird like. But she's a fish. So it's it's not fish. fish. She's not a fish. She's not a fish. She has she's gills at the end. Guillermo del Toro has some stuff he needs to work through. Is all I'm saying. It's. I mean, it's. I didn't. Like Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Del Toro. No, but anyways, back, he's to, back a new to Spielberg. Movie. Like, so I saw like what? I saw Bridge of Spies. Fine. Fine. Perfectly Mark, good. Perfectly good movie. Only by the way, only the, good the, by Mark. The, but it's mediocre. We're settling for mediocrity. Movie teaches at my college. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then the post was like. The post was good, but he, 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 good movies, good movies, good movies. When exactly. Was the post was not why? A great movie. The post was why not a great movie. make something that's just like good when you could try to fly t- close to the sun? Even if you fail, I would rather watch. <laughs> I, 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 appreciate, that. I, appreciate I would that. even. I would I rather watch that. a movie where you Though try. Say, Darkest Hours was underrated. Oh, Darkest Hours was terrible. I hated it. it was like <laughs> I like the same it. white man. Like I, no, no, I don't want to say anything political. It's not like that. I'm just saying it's like it's like dusty old room with like lights. I liked Darkest Hours until the end when it got all like PC and woke. Oh, but like um, it's just a worse. I could have like, watched Dunkirk. To, like, the I would rather watch people. the more exciting version of Dunkirk. Dunkirk was the Dunkirk should have won Best Picture. I, I can't. Okay, so, so I, so here's what I think. If oh, I yo, my friend, he loves Phantom Fred. I think. Why don't you say? Okay, really good. Phantom Fred. I know. I know. That's I know. Fine. I've never seen a Wes Anderson movie. But um, what, oh, is he any? He's in there. Will be blood or Boogie Nights. <laughs> Magnolia is terrible. Don't watch Magnolia. I won't watch. Magnolia. I don't want to see Magnolia. I, that I know, one's fine. I know, I know. It's like it, there's like a musical number at the end where they all start singing. <laughs> it's terrible. But it's so too long. Lady Bird, I think, was the best movie I saw that year. Mm. Uh, I, really I, I mean, just, I'm still mad about Laurie Metcalf getting robbed. But um, oh, I'm still mad about Three Billboards in Missouri, which was a blatantly great movie. Racist movie. It wasn't good. Oh, it wasn't racist. But it wasn't I, good. I will call. I, I'd say you it, guys it have handled never racism. seen that kind of. I, it handled racism so poorly. Oh my god! Which well, gumbo? If you want real, I, I think that's way more. Uh, I don't know if it handled racism poor. I don't know. Like, look, the black characters were just there to do like nothing. What did they do? They met at a bar and they talked. That was that was bullshit. I didn't want and then that. Again, oh yeah, that final scene. I, I didn't know. I, I love it when like the black woman shows up and like Francis McDormand is like painting or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna need some help or whatever." That was the worst. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> the, 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 they were they were you. It was like it was. It, I just didn't like movie. It at just all. wasn't. I just think it wasn't. And also, period. But anyway, Dunkirk yeah. should have won Best Picture. You can Dunkirk <laughs> oh, is directorially <laughs> and artistically Nolan. and entertainingly wise as good as any okay. other movie. Okay, you roasted me for liking Nolan, and then I you think, made the best movie. I think Hollywood year. should be given. I think. The Oscars have forgotten that you should. I think basically in Hollywood, you should give a handicap to movies that mm. are box office hits, mm. okay. because that's the type of movie. Like if you want, if you want Lady Bird or Shape of Water or Moonlight to win Best Picture, then go to like the IFC Movie Awards. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't go to don't go to the Oscars. The day Nolan makes a subtle, like, drama film, I will call him a great director because you're not a great director until you, mm. until you can do all sorts of things. Memento. Memento is not a subtle drama film. That's a following. Oh, it's I like Insomnia, following too, but they're all kind of sim- They're all very similar. It's a, I mean, it's a trilogy. Paul, I like Paul Thomas Anderson because he can do different things. You know what's trash? Interstellar is trash. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I remember being so bored. Oh I was like 11. And I, I, I was so bored. I watching this. Talking about, and I was like, he can do so, What are you no, talking no, about? He can do like, so much I, different I, things. I saw it with my he's brother. just grown it. He's just. Basically, more people are just make, hiring him to make bigger movies. So every I, movie doesn't have to be a big I saw Interstellar. I know, but his movies have just become progressively and progressively bigger. That's not that's like. Kind, that's kind of true. So I saw Interstellar with my brother in Palm Springs. I remember sitting there. And. I remember watching it. myself. The first, watching, time I, I, the first time I contemplated suicide was in Interstellar. I'm distinctly thinking, like, that part where he's going past the rings of Saturn, and it looks stunning, and there's that sound, that, like, fucking, what's his name? What's that direct? I, oh, Zimmer. Sorry. Zimmer, yeah, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. I know his name. Like there's that Hans Zimmer soundtrack, and it's just, it's like, gorgeous. eating my soul, right? Oh, like, I yeah. can't think. It's the worst. And then for That's a second, good. I managed to break out, like, from the confines of Hans oh, Zimmer. God. And I'm like, wait, this movie is about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that movie though is redeem. That movie is worth watching just for that one scene where Matt, Matthew McConaughey is talking to his daughter and like that, the time that really that, that that's stunning. But other than that, it's like it's whatever. Casey Affleck. Oh yeah. Okay. Back to the Michael movie. Caine? Didn't you guys like when like I Michael love Caine is, eh. well, So do you think when Charlie Chaplin was like screaming like no, 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 no when, when, when Marilyn Monroe was like hanging? Mm-hmm. Was that like just to, like do you think he was actually sad or did he? Oh was yeah, to... he was totally sad. Yeah, I don't okay. think he's a sociopath. No, yeah, I, I, I think he's like a just evil guy. Yeah. 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 What are we running here? Oh, yeah. No, that was a great You're going to have, you're gonna have a fun time editing. I'm, oh, yeah, I already know. I'm, I'm envisioning, like, for the past five minutes, I've been envisioning, like, how I'm going to describe this episode. Because I have to do, like, a description for yeah, every yeah. episode when I upload it. Uh, oh, no, it, it's, like, it's like Mr. Lonely. Just, like, Word weird, salad, yeah. like, we keep going back to something else. Okay, so Mr. Lonely. listen to this episode on Mr. Lonely. Oh. And other things. And other things. <laughs> so, to move away from Mr. Lonely... <laughs> no, 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 but the point is we're trying to get back to Mr. Lonely. Oh my, we're doing funny. what Mr. Lonely did. We went all over oh, the place. I just wanted to talk about a movie I saw recently. No, wait, just that's name, not... name the movie. American Animals? Uh, interesting. Very fine. interesting. I, I would recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, also, apparently, Mr. Rogers. That's the movie Oak and I are going to see next. Is nice, Mr. Rogers. Nice. Yeah. What do we see? Sorry to bother you. Uh, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Black Men. That's the movie I'm hyped for. Oh, yeah. That looks good. I like. I, mean, I, I like. Do you guys Spike like Spike Lee? Lee? I like. I, I think he's fine. I think he made one you good s- movie. Do the right thing. Yeah. Which is a Spike Lee movie that white people like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also incredibly great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. I am. The Malcolm X biopic. I that was fun. I didn't see it. I, I Are there any big blockbusters? Oh, the, the one book. big blockbuster left is um, uh, what's it called? You know. Uh, Don't say it. No, he doesn't. Mission know. Impossible. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was, that oh was, and I saw and, the trailer and, and, and for that. Of course, and of course, I'm like, Skyscraper. <sighs> Ew. I was hoping you are? Yeah, that's my how you, how kind you of sit, movie. How do you sit through that? It's the world's largest supermodel structure. It's so me in the trailer. How do you, how do you like, sit down and be like, all right, time for some film? You can call it's it film. It's entertaining. You just buy into it's it. It's entertaining, but it's like, is it worth your time? If this isn't worth your time, is that? No, I mean, they're both worth my time. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. That is not worth my time, and that's why I will not be seeing that movie. Skyscraper, I love Dwayne Johnson. He's an Do you Ameri- love American treasure, Dwayne the Rock. Coffee? American treasure, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's what he is. He's a good man. He's a quality man. Okay, no, no, great. I, not, not, oh, nothing against great the man. TV show, by the way. Ballers on HBO. I heard that was funny. It's really good. Hey, back, back to the film. Back to Mr. But, like, what else is there to say about Mr. Lonely? I mean, if you if you if you consider yourself like a European quirky kid, watch it. If you don't, don't. Like, that's all I have to say. I I, I, I would recommend. If watch it, and um, if I ever have, if I ever get a girlfriend and I have to ask her to like prom, <laughs> or something like that, I'm gonna show her Trash Humpers and Mr. Lonely, and if and if she, and, and if she like either throws up or, or leaves my home, I'm gonna I'm gonna text her. You chose wrong. You show. <laughs> this, you chose wrong. You, you can this handle kind of, it. You show, you show this kind of movie to a girl after. 
after you've been dating, not like oh to decide God. whether to. It's date like, them. all right, here comes the. Thanks, thanks for coming to my that's home. A, all right, now uh, that's down a, here. What, that's such a white it's movie dude thing to do is to like beat the favorite movie and then watch the girl watch the movie, <laughs> and, and like watch her like not like, react to when Marilyn Monroe gets hanged. Well, it's not even a girl thing. I do it with everybody. I do it with yeah. like my favorite movies. I just I just watch my favorite movies to watch my friends watch them. That was that was me when I showed you The Departed. Yeah, the I Departed? liked it. I liked The Departed. Yeah. Fine. <gasps> It's like no, it's like oh, it, it's, it's great. It's like it's a you it's a are not like, what you are. I, lo- I love. Uh, I just like the part. Thing. I just like the part. Lie down till you no. It's, lie down till <laughs> what is it? Lie down till you're numb. Oh <laughs> Throws of cocaine everywhere. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I think Marty Scorsese has made better films. Not to say that it's a, you know uh, what I really need to silence. see. I need Bellas. to see that. I'm not interested in silence. That's silence? I wasn't. I wasn't really yeah. either. Yeah. I was and then I wasn't because then you like good you reviews are like really any nominations. He is but everyone, religious. He made. He made. No, the, I am. No, no. He made the last no, 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 no. of Christ. Listen, I know. Hear me out. Everyone I've talked to has been blown away by that. Oh, speaking of faith-based films, have you seen um, did Mr. Any, Lonely? The, the, did the you, no, but did either of you guys see um, what's it called? Uh, First Reformed. Yes, I loved First Reformed. I just haven't. Been, I haven't been able to see it. Like all my okay. schedules. Have you seen Taxi Driver? No. Okay, you're fine then. Because uh, Paul Schrader, I wouldn't consider him a good filmmaker because he makes the same film over and over again. Yeah. It's. So in Taxi First Driver, was like I'm a Calvinist sad boy, and the yes, world is sinful, yes, yes, right? Yes. Like, and, yeah. and that is the same as Taxi Driver. Yeah. But the only difference is the device, because in Taxi Driver, the taxi cab is like how they express loneliness. Loneliness, and then um, in First Reformed, the the priesthood is how they they yeah. use loneliness. It, but it's a shocking movie, and you will not it, yeah. it will grab you, and you will be like in it. Fun it's fact: good. I think Lady Bird was low key in some ways the most religious movie of the year, in a weird way. Also, so was also so was what's it called? The Shape of Water, but in a different way. <laughs> uh, All things movie related. Yeah. Yeah. We should do like a, a our favorite bad movie, like our favorite and our least favorite movies episode, where we just like. Talk I want to. I want to. Yeah. So I want to do a special episode, like where we don't necessarily discuss a movie, where we just we talk, talk about things. Yeah. Things we like. Just like things, like not even movies. <laughs> so I was walking today and I saw this really um, nice. Sorry, pardon me. Movies we like. Let's see. Well, stories okay. we like. What movies else? I like. Stories that you would. What's the story? What's a... <laughs> Love that film. Uh, oh, Have you seen Troll so Hunters? Movie. Troll Hunters yeah, is a great movie. Right. Yeah, I like Troll Hunters. Okay, Troll Hunters. Troll Hunters. I remember that movie. It's right, not so one where the cover's like the Bigfoot, right? Yeah. And there's like a van. Back yeah. to anyway, Mr. Lonely. Well, do you, you want to get into I'm like... So Final thoughts, reading? Final thoughts and ratings. Mr. Lonely. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, James, why don't you I'm kick us off? I'm a soldier, a lonely soldier. Okay, anyways. Final thoughts, Mr. Lonely. It's a filmmaker like pushing the limits of what he can do with the form, which I think is really interesting. Um... Acting is nothing. Nothing interesting. Oh, I just wait, wait, wait. You don't think the performances were great? No, not they're, great. They're, they're standard indie performances. Um, virtually no plot. Worth it if you're really into this in kind of exper- more experimental film. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Two hanging Marilyn Monroe's out of five. <laughs> is that how you want to do it? Wait, wait out of what, what the fuck are our segments? We said we have segments. What, what do we have? Well, we were gonna the read the script, script but nah, then you said no. Nah. It's all like a lot of it was improvised. One of the se- one of the segments, the segments? is the um, summary. <laughs> Those were two sad segments. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, we're working on it, James. We're working on it. Um, 
again, for me, this movie had, like, you know, underlying themes at times that were, like, you know, very obvious. Other times, you're like, is this what they're saying, you know? Are they actually making a statement? But why do you have to watch a movie trying to figure out what they're saying? Can't you just watch the movie and get a feeling from it? Well, I mean, the feeling I had was confusion. Because it... Everything I felt like it was trying to say. Maybe it maybe Come for the Werner Herzog. Stay for the chicken bestiality. <laughs> maybe I'm just like... Come for the Werner Herzog. After, after the movie, I thought, like, am I stupid? <laughs> like, did I miss something? I don't know. Like, and maybe maybe that's the case. Maybe I'm just no, I, not I, woke I, enough. I, okay. But, like, I want to say that, like, again, I felt like there was nothing cohesive enough about the movie for my personal taste. For me. That would make me necessarily like it. But what I do feel about this movie is I do appreciate it. And I, and I am glad that I watched it because I have, you know, never really watched, you know, something this strange. This high level. Again, I mean, like, it's like I, I, it's, it's like a, high level. No, I'm not saying it isn't. It's like I said to you last night, like, you know, thank you for, you know, suggesting different movies to me because I think, you know, if if you're just bogged down to the same You'd thing. You'd be an uncultured normie if you... Apparently, I know. I know. I'm thinking. I'm like, am I, am I dissolving? And Kubrick. Oh, am I dissolving into a normie? And you think you're hip when you're walking? No, you're not. Movie. No, you're oh, not. You've always been a normie. <laughs> That's exactly oh, no. when you since the day you were born. You like Spielberg, and you're calling me a normie. But I like Spielberg because my taste has transcended oh all oh other Dude, Spielberg is only. <laughs> he need, someone needs to either assassinate him or <laughs> stop making movies because exactly. he has passed his time. Oh my goodness! You know what? We'll see how the West Side Story remake goes. Oh no! See, exactly, oh, no. it's, it's shit oh, like no. that. Oh, no, I'm hyped for that. Oh, my uh, actually, I'm not hyped because I think West Side Story is the best movie musical. But um, okay. sound of music. <laughs> yeah. That's very defensible. <gasps> that's very defensible. I said it's very. Defensible. It's very right. Anyway, West Side Story. I'm, I. Mm. The, the, the only thing that West Side Story has on Sound of Music is that the music's catchier. The music's not catchier. The movie's just better. No, the music is catchier. That's the only thing. Well, it's also better as music. Okay, again. Like it's Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sound of music. Anyways, final thoughts on Mr. Lonely, Sebastian. I, I you know, um, I, I think I like this film more because I don't want to say, like, I'm open to new things because I feel like that makes you guys sound like assholes. You're woke. I'm woke. <laughs> I'm way more woke Maybe than any of these guys. Maybe I'm just closed-minded and I'm no, no, no. I, 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 I guess like, I I feel industrial I, complex. Am I which I'm sure is a word that Harmony Corrine tosses around. No, he doesn't. He's not. He's not the guy you think he is. Listen, like, listen to him talk. He's not at all what you guys would think. Anyways, I I thought it was. Home. I think it's a great film. I think it's um probably one of one of the better films uh to come out of the last three or no not three years. It's a, it's a good film that came out in 2007. It's probably one of the better ones that came out from like 2007 to 2010. Um, I, th- I think most of his films... Um, this is his most like tame film. His other films are like wildly explicit and um, graphic, and they shock people. Well, thank you for sparing me. Oh, no, you're going to watch Gummo, and you're going to love it. You're going to like it. But um, he makes movies that people don't like. And the next movie he made... Cause this, was, this was a big-budget movie. And the next movie he made was Trash Humpers, which made for no money, because he was pissed that audiences didn't like his movie. And so he made Trash Humpers, which is like a big fuck you. It's audience. And I, and, and, I, and I like that. And I like that he is willing to do something new. Not saying it's always great. Like, if you ask your teacher to do some other project when everyone's doing the same thing, <laughs> and then you do it, but, like, you don't do exactly what you set out to do, and you kind of come back with something mediocre, well, at least you tried to be different. 
and that's true. stuff that's like true. that. That's fair. There, there's glory in the attempt. There's glory in the attempt, which, which I'm not saying justifies the, the, the ends of it, yeah. but I do enjoy the movie, and I think I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I will watch it a few more times. Yeah. And I'll, a, while, a lot more times in my, my life. I, I love the movie. I'll that's, watch it with great. you. That's like... Yeah. Trying to, like, tell I'm, me to just... Maybe I'll see... Again, like, I just... Am I stupid? Yeah. That's, like, what yeah. I was thinking, like... Am I, no, am I brain dead? There's, there's nothing that else <laughs> that I got from Honestly, Sweden. this movie just made me hate Europeans more. <laughs> he's I not just, European. Huh? Harmony Korine is not European. But it's a European film. He's not European? He's no, from my home state of, from, Nash- of no, Tennessee. He is from Tennessee. Born in Nashville. Wow, this movie stank of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Stank of Europe. Quote, <laughs> no, it, it, quote of the cast. <laughs> stank of Europe. It's something else, uh, which I think is good. And I think that we should... Oh, but he's definitely... Okay, but it's fair to say that he's heavily influenced by... He's more influenced by... Paris, Steven Spielberg by Paris than L.A. No, it, um, Spring Breakers was always L.A., like Florida. But I, I mean, American no, this, stylistically, this for, for this film, yeah, yeah, for, for this film, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not, not not across this whole yeah. range. All right, ratings. Um, I'm gonna rate it a four out of five. Hanging Marilyn Monroe's. Okay, yeah. I, I give two already. Yeah, I'll do three. Because. I would give it a two. I'm just a more selective grader than Oka's. Yeah, I would give it a two, more but on the off chance that I'm a normie and I'm not woke. <laughs> on the off chance, See, don't let them intimidate no. you. This is what the Europeans Wait, want. So, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, what I, did you come out of the film? I, 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 I didn't I, get anything you else. You can ask James. I hated it during the movie. I was like, the entire time I was like, what the hell is going on? This is stupid. And then afterwards... You couldn't just sit, the, ba- you couldn't sit back and relax and watch this interesting, like, interesting It upset story. me. <laughs> oh, God. But afterwards, I was you? very... No, it didn't trigger me. I was just like... Sorry, afterwards, I was very... Mellow. Yes, it's... Relaxed. Feel... And I was like, I yes. don't hate it anymore. I, I, get, I don't the know. The ending like, is a subtle... It's, I, mean, I, was saying, I don't know what the ending is. The ending is just, like, bringing it back. I think... Bringing you back. I think when Marilyn Monroe hanged herself... It that was, was not subtle. It was no, that's no, not no, subtle. No. I'm when, not saying when that. When she hanged herself, hung it herself. Was, yeah, oh, <laughs> hung man, hung man. Come on, did some when she died, it was my hatred of this movie time. Huh, that's artistic. Don't no, yeah, we all. But that, that, that <laughs> ends the podcast. <laughs> well, um, James, thank you for coming back. Yeah, you yeah. know, I have to say, I think. As someone who listens to quite a few podcasts, I think three is the ideal number for a podcast mm. of people. So you will not. Is, is that your way of saying I want to be oh. permanently in? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's really only just one movie I want you guys to watch, especially Oak, because it's about the summer you graduate high school. Breaking Away. It's amazing. Breaking the Waves by Lars von Trier? No, Breaking Away. Never heard of it. 1979. That's, that's the one that I told Oh, me. it's the bike movie where the guy looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. My favorite movie. Oh, it's amazing. You didn't like that movie? <laughs> I watched the trailer and I was like, "What is this?" No, it's amazing. Well, the trailer's bad. Again, I'm, again, that's what I was saying. I was thinking like trailers from that time period, like, are just bad. Trailers from that time period are just. There was bad. a Blue Velvet trailer. Yeah, that was fine. Okay, well, David Lynch is David fucking Lynch. Like, He's a legend. Admit but it. no, no, Breaking Away is of all like I love like teen high school movies. I've seen like most almost all of them. Have you seen Brick? So this movie, no, <laughs> this came before. This so this movie came before like um. It came before the John Hughes one. So it came before Ferris Bueller, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, Risky Business, all of which I like. Breakfast Club, which I don't like. Um, All the movies I just said before are better than Breakfast Club. But um, this movie is like, kind of did this first, and it's more indie, and it's less Hollywood, and has more heart, and is more, I think, more true. All I know Did about you just use candles. Film Boys to plug your favorite Oh, movie. my God. <laughs> oh, yes. No. I don't know. We're watching it on Film Boys. My favorite part of 16 Candles 
was when it's like, no one, everyone forgot my 16th birthday. Then it cuts to like her boobs in the shower. Then I'm almost like, turn, we're turning it off. Like, That's all I remember. It, like, it just cuts to like her boobs in the shower. It's like, is there, is there nudity in 16th? Yes. They show her. Of Molly Ringwald? Of, I think it was just another miscellaneous woman in the She showers. was like 17 in the No, no, movie. yeah. It must have been like, it was like the locker room. There was actually a lot of nudity in, um. Risky Business. Because I remember I was watching it with my 10-year-old. How do you spell that? Let me... Like, no. out. <laughs> Risky Business is amazing. Are you seeing that, right, Tom Cruise? Yeah. Dancing in the other pants, yeah. Let's see, no. If you like David Lynch and you like new th- people trying something new, you'll, you'll, you'll like Mr. Cole. That's it. Okay. Again, thank you, James. You're welcome. Thank you, audience. Um, which... We have a fine amount. We're almost at 100 followers on Instagram. What? That's Are you serious? Cr- that's crazy. Yeah. Does your girlfriend listen? No. <laughs> wait, wait, Scott was listening. She was so hyped about it. Scott was so hyped. I have a feeling you were going to say We that. have um, 97 followers. But your girlfriend Instagram. doesn't listen. Is she, subscri- is she following? On Instagram? Instagram? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Do your parents listen? My dad sometimes listens. My yes, grandma listens. Following us. Um, your grandma listens? Yeah, she likes it. That's a good meme. Um, my brother was sent and he was like, "Your voice sounds too much like Sebastian." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, that's like we got we got that comment a lot on that you episode. Did? Yeah, you didn't get me those comments. <laughs> you think your you film voice, that, we're film voice together. You brought that up with me. Oh, you were like, "I sound exactly like James." And I was like, "I know. I edit the show." I know. <laughs> Do you know how much obscenity I've had to remove from this what guy? Obscenity. No. Obscenity. I didn't say anything bad. I just I had the line about burritos, so I can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> That'll be gone. Um, well, I'm gonna be heading out now. All right, all right adios. Again, thank you all. And next, adios, next which time, I've said, I've said that to everybody who's saying goodbye ever since seeing. Guess which movie? This which character goes adios all the time? Do I want to? I'll know? give you a hint. He's in Good Will Hunting. I'll give you a hint. I'm gonna go home and kill myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's Ben Affleck in True Grit. Oh god, Ben Affleck. Oh, Did you see Gone Girl? Uh, I did not see Gone Girl. I saw like half a Goodbye. Gone Girl. Goodbye.